Hey Rebel Rouser, I'm Alan Voivod and this is Star Wars 7x7. We're at episode number 1528 and we are wrapping up our coverage of Star Wars Last Shot, the novel by Daniel Jose Older and this is our actual official review of the novel now that we have actually finished going through the novel and highlighting the elements of it or at least highlighting the story elements of it that regardless of where you are in your enjoyment of the Star Wars canon that you would probably very much want to know about or have flagged for you or have additional analysis around that sort of thing anyway there are seven things that I want to talk about surprise surprise <laughs> with the novel and we'll start with number one the humor aspect of this novel first of all you know when you're dealing with Han and Lando you've got to have a comedic element to it and yet you really kind of have to be careful about this sort of thing because if you go too overboard with the comedic element then you sort of lapse into the potentially screwball side of comedy. And I don't think Han and Lando are served by screwball necessarily, but you've got to have some humorous situations and also some situations where they can inject humor into the situation because of their own personalities. And I have to say that I really believe Last Shot succeeds tremendously on this level. Funny writing is probably some of the most difficult writing to do, and yet... Daniel Jose Older does a tremendous job in this regard and also even in the narration itself just the over-the-top <laughs> examples of Lando and his wardrobe are fantastic and I think that it's probably one of the best depictions of Han and Lando from a comedic aspect that I've read in a very long time. The second thing is that it's rather adult in some sense, and in one particular sense, and then, you know, our third top thing will be another sense. Drug use, actually, is referred to a little bit from time to time in Star Wars, and particularly with the use of spice, which is generally depicted in a negative fashion you know it's depicted as part of you know the criminal element and also in terms of the damage that it does from its actual use although they tend to stay away from depicting that too much in Star Wars in this particular case we actually have a rather prominent drug use situation where Son of Staros gives Han a hangover cure but decides oh I'm not gonna tell you that there are all these crazy side effects and oh by the way I was only supposed to give you a teaspoon and not this whole packet that Maz gave me as a hangover cure and there are all these hallucinations and olfactory hallucinations that happen as a result so you know it's a very unusual situation but also played for comedic effect as well and yeah it was it was a very strange and, and different way of approaching Star Wars and yet it was done well enough that it worked for me. Third adult side of things has to do with sex and the romantic side of things. Lando is really sexed up <laughs> in the novel and we don't get it so much from Han but we definitely get it from Lando's side of the equation and it's probably because Han is a you know married gentleman when we see him in all the now parts of the novel but we don't see him in situations where you know he's romantically involved in his earlier times in the novel we actually see him heartbroken instead lando however is a free swing and free spirit and they really play that to the hilt now there had been suggestions of course from the screenwriter john kasdan about lando's sexuality that you know was his ideas on what they are and that were not necessarily um 
conveyed in the movie itself. As far as the novelization goes, it seems like it was pretty much kept in terms of the female and terms of Lando's interest, but certainly species was not an issue for him whatsoever for what that's worth. But sex was a very, you know, openly discussed situation in terms of Lando's activity in the novel. And that also was rather remarkable. It's not, um, it's not that sex hasn't been a topic in other Star Wars novels. And in one of the Aftermath novels, there was definitely a suggestion that sexual activity was happening. But, um, you know, it's a, it's a different look for Star Wars novels. And um, I think it was refreshingly done. It was well done and tactfully done, I will say, for introducing the topic. The fourth thing is the Carbonite situation. Now, uh, I suppose this is probably belated for a spoiler warning, but let's just do it anyway. So there is a moment where Han and Lando have an exchange about the whole incident of, you know, Lando turning Han and Leia and Chewie and 3PO over to the Empire and the Empire Strikes Back and about the Carbonite situation. And they actually have a conversation about it that is so beautifully done that I'm actually getting chills sitting here telling you about this. Like I, if there's one exchange in the novel that I would love for you to read above all others, the unfortunate thing is that I think it loses a little bit of something if you haven't read the whole novel. So, I, you know, I can't say that I just want you to go find out that one part and just do it, but I don't know, it's a beautifully done exchange. So older is you're perfect. I mean, I love it. I absolutely love the exchange and it's done in a very male way. It goes on for maybe a page on the Kindle, you know, so it's probably even shorter in the actual hard copy novel itself. So beautifully done and they settle their business for it. And it's as if they haven't talked about it in the, you know, three or plus years since Han was out of the Carbonite, you know, like they obviously had other things going on and I'm sure there must have been some downtime somewhere, but they finally have an exchange about it and it's beautifully handled. The sixth thing is there is a definitely a contemporary touch to the novel as well. So we've talked in the past about how Star Wars does well when it draws from outside influences and it also happens to do well when it's reflective of the times in which it exists. And there is definitely a cautionary tale within this. It looks like Older has looked at the idea of the Internet of Things and about how we live in this very connected world and it, we're becoming even more connected because all of our devices are connected to this worldwide web of sorts. Not just our phones, not just our computers, but our refrigerators and our toaster ovens and, you know, our um, our DVD players and all of these other things that have little RFID chips in them that connect to, you know, the internet, your thermostats and your doorbells and all the smart home technology and whatnot. That's basically the sort of underlying idea or very similar to the underlying idea for what our nefarious bad guy Faison Gore is up to when he decides that he is going to launch his apocalyptic vision on the galaxy. And I think it's very successfully achieved in terms of the vision of it. And it's easy to read it and go, oh, because we have that sort of experience in our daily lives where, I mean, there've already been situations where denial of service attacks have been perpetrated using uh, malware that has been spread out into the internet of things and turning those devices into things that can send denial, distributed denial of service attacks, DDoS attacks onto things. So 
also very well done in that regard too. So I'm going to take a quick break and then I am going to wrap up the covers of the novel with my overall recommendation for where this novel sits as far as all the Star Wars novels that have come out since the rebooting of the canon back in 2014. So brief word from our friends at Nissan. Stay tuned. Hey Rebel Rouser. Have you ever wanted to take a land speeder for a spin or maybe even the Millennium Falcon itself? Well, here's the next best thing. You can make your own custom solo a Star Wars story inspired Nissan with the best in galaxy customizer. Just go to SW7x7.com custom to customize and share your own Star Wars inspired vehicle. And don't forget, Solo a Star Wars Story is coming home on digital September 14th, Blu-ray September 25th, and new on 4K Ultra HD as well. Welcome back. So... You know, the funny thing of it is, is that I did not read, as I've talked to you about, the novel in order, in the actual published order. I did it in the chronological order of the novel. So I'm sure that there is a bit of an impact that is lost in that regard. But I will tell you that I enjoyed the reading so much, and in particular the now sections as well. That was probably the heaviest part of the novel. I mean that in the sense of just sheer volume, like most of the novel is spent in the now. And I enjoyed it so much that I am going to go back and read the novel in its published order just to see how it flows in that regard because I'm very curious about it because, you know, I think probably the Tarkin novel by James Luceno is one of my favorites in the new Star Wars canon. Actually, Catalyst as well, which is also by Luceno too, but they're kind of like comparing apples and oranges, the Luceno novels and the Daniel Jose Older Last Shot novel, because they are just so different in tone and subject matter and in scope as well. Like there's a huge galactic scope in Lucenos. And while there is a bit of a galactic scope in Older, it really isn't, you know, very galactic in scope. It's just that the implications of what could happen are galactic in scope, but it is really a much closer character-driven novel. And honestly, it has jumped to the top echelon of my list of Star Wars novels. I enjoyed this one so much, and I cannot recommend it highly enough. This is one of the best Star Wars novels in the new canon that we have been given. So I am super thrilled about it. And, um, you know, this was a case where it just didn't work out for whatever reason. I don't know what happened, but I did not actually get a copy of this as a review copy from Penguin Random House Audio. So I bought this one on my own. So, you know, I'm not doing anyone any favors by saying that, you know, this was a fantastic novel. This is, you know, entirely on my own volition. Not that it ever isn't, but um, yeah, you could not do very much work. Don't do insurance works better. You could not do better. That's the word I'm looking for. <laughs> I had it mixed up in my head. You cannot do much better in terms of Star Wars novels than Last Shot by Daniel Jose Older. So I highly recommend it for a great, light, fun, and also surprisingly poignant read at times as well. And so that is going to do it. Um, oh yeah, there was actually seven things. I only did six. Uh, Parenthood was the other thing, and we've talked about that, so, you know, I'll keep it, you know, light here, but Han's reflections on Parenthood and his fears about it are adroitly handled as well, I think, too, and we talked a little bit about that in previous episodes as well, um, so, yeah, it's, it's really good, and it also is laying a foundation for the break that happens between the, the Organa Solos and Kylo Ren, you know, 
it's it's heartbreaking to see how this is all developing and to see how tender it is and to see little Ben going, Uncle Wanmo, and can't even say it at two years old. It's just a beautiful thing. Anyway, highly recommended. And that is going to do it for today's episode. I had the pleasure of talking with the Associate Professor of Political Science at the University of Rochester, Bethany Lucina, over the weekend, or actually on Friday. And so my interview with her is going to be coming on Monday's episode. That's about her analysis of Star Wars fandom on Twitter. So that will be on Monday's episode. It'll be a bit of a longer episode than normal. So do check that out. Subscribe to the podcast if you're not getting it handed to you by whatever service you're catching it on on a regular basis. And thank you so much for joining me for this episode. And may the force be with you wherever in the world you may be. Podcast is not endorsed or sponsored yet by Lucasfilm Limited, Disney, or 20th Century Fox, and is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Star Wars, the Star Wars logo, all names and pictures of Star Wars characters, vehicles, and any other Star Wars related items are registered trademarks and or copyrights of Lucasfilm Limited or their respective trademark and copyright holders. May the force be with them. All original content is copyright 2018, Star Wars 7x7. We hope you love it.